Hello, and welcome again to Forefront 360, where we take you all around the topics of the arts and the Christian faith. I'm Rich Chrisman, one of the leaders of Forefront. I have the whole Forefront leadership team here with me. Nate. Hello. Zach. Hello. Cody. Hello. And I'm Rich. Recently, we started a new format that we'd like to call the Arts Review on this podcast. We have each artist on our team speak for a few minutes to something that's going on either with their art or in their world, often in the medium of their expertise. We're going to move around the studio now, and each of us are going to give a plug for something that we've been thinking about, listening to, working with, or working on. So I'll start. Again, I'm Rich. I just need to plug for all of you guys the film that is currently out in theaters about Mr. Rogers entitled Won't You Be My Neighbor. I don't know if you guys have come across the trailer for this anywhere. Um, this was shown in like select theaters, but it also was a YouTube ad. If not, um, you need to figure out where the closest theater to you uh, is showing this movie <laughs> and get out there as soon as possible. I have plugged Mr. Rogers as a person before on this podcast, <laughs> and you all know how much I um, really admire Fred Rogers as a person, an artist, a Christian, and just like a thought leader in America. And I think that this film, um, it's a documentary, it's only about, um, it's slightly over an hour long, I believe, um, so it's, it's not you know a big investment. Um, it does just an absolutely fantastic job of encapsulating uh, who Fred Rogers was as a man, um, as a family man, like as a husband and father, but then also as a creator, and also as, he almost acts as a politician in a lot of times in his life. He was instrumental in the creation of PBS. He did a lot of work in maintaining that PBS would be for educational purposes, um, there were a lot of entities in the 70s and 80s that attempted to turn PBS into um, more of like a cable network that showed things that would get more viewers and make more money. And Fred went to Congress to fight that and make sure that PBS remained um, focused on education. And it's just really cool. And um, especially because he's such a meek person, a very mild-mannered person. And uh, in the movie, you can see him like stand up against these really intimidating and powerful figures. It's really cool. And um, from a documentary filmmaking perspective, the movie is just very well done also. And it, it doesn't shy away. I don't know. Um, it was made by Focus Features. And I, I don't know anything about that studio. Um, I don't know if they're in any way connected to faith. But um, the movie does not shy away from Rogers's faith at all or the fact that he... Um, he was a Presbyterian minister, and he struggled a lot throughout um, the production of his show, and also a show that was less successful for adults um, that he put together, where he really was trying to make um, a public ministry using the TV. Mm. So I don't want to give away um, that. I really want you to see it. And uh, if you can't you know, find the time or find a theater to go out and see it in the theater, um, I'm sure it'll come to Amazon Prime, so... Remember this recommendation. It's called Won't You Be My Neighbor. You should check it out. Yeah, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Get out to your local theater. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so what I'd like to talk about today, I'm Nate. I'd like to talk about the Grey Haven's new album, which uh, has not yet come out. It's going to be coming out in early October. But uh, we featured the Grey Havens at Forefront 2017, and uh, for the past year they've been working on an all-new album. 
And um, it's, it's really exciting to finally see that coming together. As a Kickstarter backer, I've been able to, to listen to it early and really enjoyed it. Uh, a few things to say about this album. It's called uh, She Waits, and it's uh, a fairly short album in the big scheme of things. I think that's, that's always kind of a neat thing when um, instead of an album being kind of a, a long journey that goes to and fro and, and takes you through all kinds of topics, when an album is actually a little bit shorter and a little more focused, there's actually something special about that. And I think that's definitely the case with this album. Um, another thing is that this album has a lot of instrumental tracks. There are actually several tracks that are mostly instrumental. They have some kind of vocals in the background that, that come into it but they use these instrumental tracks as ways of transitioning from one part of the album to another. And so when you listen to it as a full album, it really presents a, a unique experience and, and one that really um, benefits you having listened to the whole thing instead of just playing one song or another. So that's something that's really special. Thematically, uh, the Grey Havens have, have done some neat things here. Um, the album feels very much a whole, in the sense that it focuses a lot on eternity and on on heaven and on the future and um, there there are all kinds of songs about that there's a, a song called see you again that uh, focuses on, on the idea that we're gonna see um, our, our friends and family again even after even after they've passed on uh, there's a song called forever um, about the idea that forever is is uh, hidden inside us and um, that the idea of forever is, is something that's deep in our hearts and something that we long for. And so um, all throughout the album, they, they have these songs about eternity. And I think it's really special to have an album that's so, so focused and so whole and um, just really knows, knows what it is and what it's trying to do and it accomplishes that really well. And as always, the Grey Havens just have a really neat balance of beautiful lyrics, uh, poetic lyrics, and just uh, uplifting instrumentation. And, and just um, when you listen to this album, you just get so much joy and peace out of it. Um, I think it's gonna be a really special experience when that comes out. So I highly recommend She Waits by the Grey Havens. It's coming out early October. You can listen to several singles uh, right now on any music service you want. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, I'd highly recommend you check them out. It's always exciting to find an album that actually kind of embodies like the art of being an album, mm -hmm. meaning mm -hmm. like rather than just being a collection of songs that an artist has done, which there's certainly a time and place for that. Actually, having a, a thematic, yeah, um, mm -hmm. a thematic tra trajectory to the whole mm -hmm. thing. It is really special. It it kind of reminded me a little bit of Josh Gerrell's album Home, which mm -hmm. came out mm -hmm. recently, and that that's a huge a huge compliment because I love that album but that album also kind of really knew what it was and it was just about that concept of, of home and being at home and going home and uh, I feel like She Waits is, is very much like that in regards to eternity mm -hmm. mm. so I'm gonna jump on what Nate was talking about and also talk about a new album that has just come out I'm gonna make this super quick t because to be honest I am still processing what this album is but it is the second album in a series by the band the oh hellos of albums dedicated to various greek gods of wind uh this one being eurus the greek god of the east wind 
And um, you guys, really, this song, or this song, this album, really the best way I could describe it, it's like sprinting up a mountain. <laughs> um, How so? The, well, so there's just so much happening in it. And not, I don't mean that in the sense that it's like busy and like has a lot of like unnecessary moving parts. I mean, it just has so much momentum and forward motion. And this album literally just ends on a high and that's it. Um, and it's just such a party. Leave it to Zach. I have, um, I have really enjoyed I've been on the road quite a bit in the past couple weeks and that's when I started listening to this album and it has been quite the travel companion. Um, I really can't give away much more than that, but hit up Yoris by the Opalos. So this is only their second album? In a series. In a series. Of, yeah. So they have older stuff. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not familiar. Should I be familiar with this band? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm yeah. very sorry. I'm sorry to everyone. They're one of the best. They're only one of Nate's favorites. Yeah. Are they a Christian band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, they are. Christians. I've never, I've never, I've never heard them on K Love. <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, they started out as a brother sister duo, right? Yeah. And now they have like a bunch of people, like making, with them. making group, making so, great music yeah. with them. So they're not yeah. a Christian band, but they are a band <laughs> who happen to be Christians, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Are, I'm very they're sorry. Very, they're very clear Christian themes in a lot of their songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of Lewis references. Mm-hmm. Classic throughout, yeah. But yeah, Zach, I love that album. It's mm-hmm. it's great. Uh, I can't wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, um, I again, I'm not a music guy, but it seems like every time I ha- I have to do a quick little um, shout out to a band I just discovered. They're not new at all, but um, they're called Joy Electric. They are. Uh, if you're familiar. It, with Ronald J. Martin. He's a pastor in Ohio. Um, he, Nate is just shaking his head because he's like, Cody, you're not allowed to talk about music because you don't know what you're talking about. But listen, this is like, I was getting bored with the stuff I had on my Spotify playlist. And, uh, this is just fresh, like syntho pop, techno, weird electronic thing. But the, the dude is a pastor, solid guy. He's, it's, it's a Christian band. <laughs> man of the cloth. A man of the cloth. So anyway, Joy Electric, if you're into something funky and you need something fresh, then check them out. But what I want to talk about is uh, uh, a book I just finished called Travels with Charlie. It is, uh, I think, the third or fourth John Steinbeck book I've read. But this is not a novel. Um, it's a, the nonfiction Account of him traveling around the United States with his dog, and um, he's basically in search for America. He does this in 1960, and he's just observing. He's trying to get to know people. He's trying to get to know the place. He's trying to um, come to terms with uh, the identity of the country at that time. And I just thought it was um, worth sharing here for a few reasons, Um, just because he does do a great job of trying to discover place and knows the significance of that in writing. Um, But it was it was also heartbreaking because he can be he can be a little sad sometimes. I sense (laughs) John had some dark moments and probably dealt with some 
depression. Um, you know, you, you, you see him work through this in the, in the book itself. So I don't think I'm speculating, but, um, he, he just, he had these moments where, like, for example, he, he was visiting, uh, California, his, his home state and was like standing and sitting under these giant sequoia trees and these redwood trees and just like, writing about his experience of that and how there's this majesty about them. There's this ancient uh, vibe. And it, it's just like this really special experience that he has. And he just talks about how no matter who you are, where you're from, if you, when you see these trees, you're just dumbfounded. You're in awe and you're speechless. And it's, it's to me as a Christian man, you know, by God's grace, I so clearly read that. And I'm like, man, you're just you're encountering the glory of God. And to my knowledge, John Steinbeck was not a Christian. And um, that, in one sense, that does break my heart because you read a few works by somebody and you get to know that person. You know, he's long dead and I'll never meet him probably, obviously. But, uh, you know, you get to know a person, you care about them, and especially somebody who is so good at something you're interested in, that is writing and words and all that. And um, it's just heartbreaking that, um, he was he was probably not a Christian and even had some kind of um, yeah hard feelings towards towards organized religion and all that. But um, I don't know. I guess my takeaways from that book are first of all, John Steinbeck, Steinbeck was a heck of a writer, and um, this country we, we live in is special. But most importantly, that um, we we ought to spend time with people who don't know the Lord. Because they're they're hungry, they're searching, they're thirsty for the glory of God, and because that's what they were made for, they were made to be in awe of big trees and God Himself. And so, um, yeah, those are, those are just some of my raw reflections after reading that cool book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that from a non-Christian perspective, you know, if you don't know the Lord then when you're in awe of something and you kind of realize your place in the universe then it can actually be very isolating and kind of make you feel like small and insignificant mm-hmm. and like, man, I guess I really don't matter at all. And, and that's, I think really a, a bad thing. Like I think there, there's something inherently good about kind of being humbled before mm-hmm. beauty, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if it just kind of isolates you and make you feel like you're worthless, like that's not good. And so like being able to combine that awe and that, that humbling feeling mm-hmm. with the knowledge that there is a good God who like created this, um, and allowed you to see it for a good reason and like mm-hmm. has good plans for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just completes the experience mm-hmm. in such an amazing way. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in with us. We hope that you enjoyed our recommendations and plugs across media, like music and writing and film and all sorts of things that we love to talk about here. Um, I want to take a moment to recommend our blog to you as well if you're not someone that goes to forefrontfestival.com and reads our blog uh, we think you might enjoy it so thanks for tuning into the podcast from all of us here at forefront adios see you next time good night good night